I don't know. It's almost like training, like patience training. <laughs> I'll watch him eat, and, and my blood starts to boil, and my my I start to shake a little. Oh my god! And, and I just and I don't say a word. I just stare at him and get really angry inside. Well, because and then, yeah, and then it just cools down and goes away. <laughs> this is like ninja training. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like they say there's ninjas that can stop their heart. What? Yeah, I've heard that. They can actually stop their heart and then restart it. And I think that's what happens when I watch him eat. Oh I my think my God. heart stops and then it restarts. But I've become the ultimate patience ninja because of it. Because <laughs> if the other kids are eating and they're chomping, he's like, close your mouth when you chew. Oh, yeah. Or if they're eating wings or something. Do you have a napkin? All right, so we got to wait uh, till tomorrow for our, our Funyuns Friday winner. Yep. You're, you're still going through the... The batches of names. We actually had a lot overnight and a lot of shares. So. Yeah. Yep. It's weird. That's what happened last week, too. Like, it, we went to bed or at least stopping attention, and then we woke up and we're like, oh, gosh. So you had to write down a bunch more names and cut them up and put them in the box. And so we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do that. We'll announce the winner tomorrow. Yes. And our first uh, Funyuns Friday winner from last week, that shipped out uh, a few days ago. Right. All the way to Portland, Oregon. Yeah. I think we mentioned this on the podcast. I just think it's funny at UPS, they ask what's in your package. And I said Funyuns. And the guy <laughs> didn't even like flinch. I'm like, they must have people send the most weird stuff or something. That guy must have been like, so you've got a $6 bag of Funyuns and you're paying 15 bucks to send it across the country. I know. Could that person not have just gone to their own store <laughs> and just bought Funyuns? It's pretty funny. It's Funyuns Friday, man. It's the most oh. expensive bag of Funyuns in America. Pretty cool, though. Yeah, pretty cool. All right, so we'll announce one of uh, Fun News Friday uh, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do a Sunday podcast, I guess. Yeah. We uh, missed, what, Thursday? Because uh, of the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right, the fridge delivery and everything like that. I thought we were on a better track with him reaching into his diaper, but yesterday, that monster came back. I was working out, and Austin had the responsibility to keep an eye on him. Oh, and boy. then she had to go to the bathroom. You know, just, let me tell you something. The word Austin and responsibility in the same sentence. Yeesh. I mean, I'm on the driveway. She's 10 years old. I'm on the driveway. He's in his gated areas in the living room. She had to go to the bathroom. Asked Charlie to watch him so she can go to the bathroom. Charlie's like, he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Nope. Poop all over the bathroom door. The outside of the bathroom door. Well, we did, you know, allow the environment for a 10 and 11 year old to start making, you know, management decisions pretty much. I'm here. I, I'm like, just keep an eye on him. Yeah, but you know what's, he knows that even when we're here, he knows when we're, we're not around and not paying attention. He knows. He has that sense. Well, I mean, you can't be glued to him 24 no, 7. I, I mean, know. I, I got to make dinner. I have to do laundry. I have to work out. I wonder if it is attention. Like, I'm going to do this to get attention, or I just, he's just doing it to do it. I'm not sure what it is, but it's like, oh, you're going to go to the bathroom? Let me show you. Yeah. But then he was like, so Charlie was holding his hand. Austin's running to get me. Then he's trying to reach his other hand to touch the poop on the other hand. And there's poop all over the door. It was a nightmare. Oof. That so. is disgusting. It is disgusting. Yeah, but, but it is. He was having a moment. I think I was telling you. I forgot. My, my mind hasn't woke up yet. Well, that's every morning for you. Like, okay, I'm sorry. You, we should probably do this podcast at 8 o'clock at night. Yes, when, we should. When you're wide awake. <laughs> Instead yeah. of 8 in the morning when you're like, you can't talk. I'm not a morning person. Well, I, I don't think that's true, actually. You used to get up very early. 
but I guess those days are over. I don't know. Well, I'm exhausted. You used to get up like really early in the morning and, and you would be ready to go and something happened and now you're... Yeah, before I had kids. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, 5 a.m. to go work out before I had kids. Yeah. Meet my you, personal trainer. Why don't you start doing that again? Set the alarm at 4.30 and start working out. Well, I would if I could go to bed at 9.30. God, who wants to do that, though? Yeah, exactly. That's, a, that's the most boring life ever. Oh, so, yeah, Cal was kind of like starting to freak out and have a meltdown and stuff. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put you in the pool. It was warm enough outside. What was it? 80 degrees yesterday. I put on his wetsuit, stuck him in the pool. The pool's starting to heat up. It's too cold for me, but actually our 14-year-old did jump in. Oh, he said it was the biggest mistake he's ever made. He said, <laughs> he said that's how cold it was, the, the water was. But today's going to be 90, so, I mean, the water is going to start heating up. But he's in his wetsuit. Even without the wetsuit, I'm not sure that he cares. I think he just, I think he, I think he kind of likes the sensation of the, of the real cold. Yeah, well. He has a long sleeve wetsuit on. So he was out there for an hour and a half. And he probably honestly likes the wetsuit just because it's real tight on your body, especially when it gets wet. So he, yeah. probably, he probably just likes the feeling of it, you know, being secure and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, so close to his body. Yeah. Like the tightness. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to pick up the kids early from school yesterday and you had a meeting. So I'm like going to waste time. So I'm like, I'll just go by Publix and get him a cookie because I've done it before. He held my hand, walked in, got his free cookie and I had to grab whatever I needed to grab. As soon as we walk in, he starts freaking out because we have to wait in line. And so I just grab the cookies and go check out. And he's on my hip, 40 pounds on my hip. The register lady's just looking at me. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to talk to him. Cal, we're, we're, we're hurrying up. We're going to get to the car soon. Get out of the store. Start buckling him in. And then he's like, no, I want to go shopping. And I'm like, are you serious? Gosh. No, you're not going shopping. This was my former fear with Publix when he has the, the cookie thing was driving by there because he would just point at the building and say cookie. Because Publix, I mean, they're so nice. They give kids a free, you know, at their little cookie counter, they give kids a free cookie. Yeah. And which is great when you're shopping with little kids who don't want to be there. They can eat their cookie in the cart and everything's cool. But then he sort of really got onto it. Every time we would drive by, he wanted a cookie. Then when, pub, you know, that pretty much everything was sort of shut down and people were literally just running into the store, grabbing a few things, running out. They weren't doing free cookies. Yep. Now it's back and he's starting to remember the cookie place now. Yeah. I don't know what made him get upset, but then it was like full on meltdown, throwing himself to the ground. But I'm like, I can't leave the store without a cookie. And there's people in line in front of me, so I can't get the free one. So I just grabbed a package to buy. But then it was still a process because he's freaking out. And <laughs> But can you imagine if I left without a cookie? Because I already got to the car, and then he's like, no, I want to go shopping. And I'm like, no, we're not going shopping. I sort of think it's, I, I kind of like hearing that he said I want to go shopping. Like, the fact that he even knows what shopping is, I kind of like it. Well, because when we were walking into the store, I said, we're going to go shopping, and we're going to get your cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool that he, you know. I know. Remember back in, the, I say back in the day, this was like not long ago, that we would have to count the sentences, uh, the words in a sentence. So, I want to go shopping. That's a five- word sentence yeah there were days where the therapists were like it might take years for him to get to a three word sentence that was a goal remember three word sentence yeah and he's peeps way past that now yeah he's talking and that's that's cool yeah but that's you know we talked about it before it's therapy five days a week it's correcting him at home it's teaching the other kids to correct him or or you know when, when he'll point at something and then you have to say i want and then he'll pick it up and go but you have right. to keep prompting him to do that 
But then look where you go. Now you get a five where, you know, I want to go shopping. Pretty well, cool. just this morning, he woke up dry. So I'm like, let's go on the potty. You know, I didn't tell him, but I took him in the bathroom and I'm like, okay, let's you go did on the this potty. Morning? Yes. And he said, I don't want to go on the potty. <laughs> what is that, eight or nine? Yeah, eight. Pretty good. So I'm like, okay, we're not going on the potty. Yeah, but we can, so here's the thing. So we can't get frustrated that he's not saying what we want him to say. We should just be happy that he's saying something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to fight it, with him. If he doesn't want to go on the potty, fine. Yeah, no. I mean, because he woke turning up dry. three His words into five words, five yeah. words into eight words, and then the next thing you know, he just goes and goes and goes. Yeah. I know. It's good. I don't know if people can hear that, but him, Trim and Trey are playing right now, and it's it's pretty loud. <laughs> it's pretty loud over there. No, he definitely has an opinion of what he wants and what he doesn't want, and he's oh, yeah. loud about it. It's so weird. You know, there's a, a saying I heard the other day, and it, and it said, you've probably heard this before, but if you meet one kid with autism, well, then you've met one kid with autism because oh, it's yeah. all different, right? Like, you hear that saying a lot in this yeah. kind of space, but he is one that, you know... He can be quiet and keep to himself. Then he can also be loud and have a strong opinion. He he's like kind of the chameleon autistic, where he go he's some characteristics kind of go away, and then they come back, and then they go. You know what I mean? It's yeah. You know, you know how some are like uh, seeking only, you know, or nonverbal sensory, or yeah. nonverbal nonsensory. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I I don't I don't know how I would describe. Him when it comes to all that, do you honestly? Because he's a seeker and an avoider, he's all over the place. Well, that's what I'm saying. And How therapists can, don't. I mean, you can't be a seeker. He's a tricky one, and an, he's a tricky one. <laughs> you can't be a seeker and an avoider at the same time. So, right, that doesn't make any sense. No, but he can do it all in one day. But he or multiple times in a day. Yes, you know what I mean. So it's like it's hard when you're like discussing with other people because they'll be like, "Oh, well, that's that." So my son or daughter would never do that. What about you? And I'm like. Yeah, sometimes. And they're like, what about this? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, he's he tricky. He is the sometimes autistic. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just, he is sort of the sometimes autistic. Like, it's hard to say, like, oh, there's no, he would never. You, you know how some, some people are like, oh, my kid would never go to the beach. What about Cal? Sometimes he loves it. Yeah. Sometimes, eh, you never know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? It just. He's sort of the sometimes guy. Yeah, not sometimes autistic, but sometimes in different areas. Like sometimes people he know what I'm sometimes. saying. Yes. yes, he's he's the sometimes autistic. Like he's just sometimes this, sometimes that. Yeah. So it's um, it's kind of weird. Like you want to put everybody. It's easier for everyone to want to put some people in a box, even you know, everyday people. Right. Like I work with this guy. He's like that. I know this girl. She's like this. But with him, it's like good luck. Yeah, I mean, he is a lot a seeker. He seeks a lot. But like you're saying, it is everything is sometimes. But I see the seeker side more than I see the avoidance side, but he's definitely both. And it does change throughout the day. I feel like he avoids more with his uh, therapist than he does with us. He's more seeking with us and more avoidance with them. Maybe yeah. he knows that they have a job that they're trying to do. And he's like, you know, don't. I'm not. I'm just not doing that right now. I know you're here to get me to do something. Yeah, that's Maybe true. Maybe he's figured that out. And in social settings, he can either seek or avoid. You don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when we have people in our pool. Oh yeah. Sometimes he he he's almost like doesn't even pretends to not realize they're even there. Yeah, he'll be in the corner. Yeah. But when he goes to a park, he could pick out a group of kids, 
and go over there and yeah, like interrupt him and want to play with him. Exactly. And he doesn't have boundaries. He'll just go and squeeze it right in, you know? Oh, yeah. It is so bizarre. I yeah. can't, I'm even thinking back on all the other like little situations and I'm like, God, it is really hard to describe. Because once you start describing like, oh, well, he's done this, he's done that. And then you start thinking, well, then I can remember 15 times where he didn't do that and he did something else. Well, it's hard when you're filling out all the medical things for the doctors and everything because you're like, well, sometimes, sort of, kind of, I don't know. Well, actually, now that I'm thinking of it, some stuff I have to fill out, it says sometimes. It says sometimes, all the time, God, why never. We, yeah, that's some, And so he's sometimes. Yeah. What? I, I'm just checking everything sometimes. <laughs> everything. It's just I'm doing a line, straight line right down sometimes. The whole the whole page. I wish you could. It's not I, that easy. I'm just There's take, so many freaking questions, too. It's take, so annoying. Take a highlight and just sometimes all <laughs> the way. I'll change his name to sometimes. Oh, my God. Who's this? This is sometimes. Well, even that's how he is with food, too. You yeah, know? I, I know. It's. I mean, yesterday he was back on his broccoli kick. He hasn't done that in a minute. Broccoli and basically broccoli, popcorn, and pizza yesterday. Jesus. God, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You know, and well, that's the other thing. Like, people, well, is, does he eat healthy? Sometimes. So- <laughs> I mean, I, if you get him on a broccoli and hummus day, yeah, broccoli and hummus is pretty good. What's hummus made from? Chickpeas. Chickpeas. You, yeah. You, that's it's a, good. It's pretty good for you, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, is that a vegetable? Sure. We'll go with that. It's a legume. It's a legume. Well, <laughs> that's healthier than a pizza. Chickpeas are good for you. Yeah. All right. Well, broccoli, I mean, come on. Yeah. I have strawberries and blueberries on the counter right now, and I will give that to him this morning. Yeah. And a banana, and so he's eating all fruit. Depending on when you walk in your house, or our house, you would give us an F for health with cow or an A plus. Because if you walk in on a broccoli, legume, chickpea, hummus day, um, strawberries, bananas, blueberries, you know, uh, straw- blueberries, you'd be like, you guys are rocking it. Yeah. You could literally come back in three hours. And watch pizza topped with Funyuns. Oh, yeah. And French go, you fries. guys are awful. <laughs> like, how you can't no feed this to your kid. Yeah, you can't feed with a side of Chex Mix. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, you might be like, eh, maybe they're trying to save it with the multigrain Chex Mix, but that's about <laughs> as good as it's going to get. It's just, it's a sometimes deal, man. Well, and it's it's hard to feed him. Like, you, he doesn't, if you ask him, he's not always going to tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes you give him mac and cheese, and then sometimes you give him pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we're not helping by promoting uh, Funyuns Friday and mailing bags of Funyuns to people. But I figure, you know, if we say, hey, it's um, it's broccoli Friday. Ah, it doesn't have the same thing. No. And can you imagine shipping broccoli uh, you to know, Oregon? I mean... I mean... It, and I just feel like that's not as interesting. Like, like, you know, because... The idea of the whole thing is really just sort of to like, <clears throat> it's just to spread awareness, right? And just try to have some fun doing it. And Funyuns Friday, so phonetically it kind of works. But then, you know, it's kind of funny because it's Funyuns. I feel like Funyuns have a cult following. You know, like everybody knows them. Everybody loves them. No one talks about them. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I, I. but then I was like, yeah, we are promoting, you know, eat a bag of Junk onion food. flavored <laughs> rings. It's funny. They don't even say onion rings. They're onion flavored rings. 
because the the rings the funyuns are like they're, they're i don't i don't know if they're even is it are they styrofoam what are we eating exactly <laughs> like they what, kind of melt in your mouth yeah what exactly is that that we're eating i and, have no idea and how did they make styrofoam so delicious <laughs> like it's so good smells great tastes great everything's amazing it's really good it's real i mean he opens a bag and i'm like oh my god i, I just can i just have one just to remember the taste one little bite just to remember the taste. I think I know what it is, but I'm trying hard to remember. Oh, my gosh. You are, like, so good with, like, manners and teaching our kids to eat the proper way. Not with him. He will crunch on those all day long. Oh, yeah, but you can't, you know. You no, can, I know that. Yeah. I'm just, it's just funny because when he crunches, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, rules, the rules don't apply. No, um, all all rules out the window. Yeah, the rules, the rules don't apply. He... He's doing his best with what he's doing, you know. It's just, you, you have to, and, and yes, you know, like, because, I mean, I'm tough on the kids, like, when it comes to, like, sitting at the table and eating and, or not sitting at the table. We don't have a kitchen table. Sitting wherever they sit to eat at the counter, um, you know, how they eat and everything like that. I just think it's important. If you don't, here's the thing about those skills. You never learn them as a teenager. It's impossible. Yeah. Like, you enter your teenage years and you have terrible manners, eating habits, whatever. You're done. Nobody is 17 and goes, I really know how to work on how I eat. Nobody. It's, it's just 0% chance. I know. Yeah. So it's like you've got to get in their face sort of young and say, "This is n- we're not going to eat like this. So I tell people all the time, some of your biggest moments in life are going to be over food, right? Right. You're going to meet your girlfriend or your boyfriend's parents. You're going to have job interviews. You're going to meet clients. You're gonna. It's all going to be at a restaurant or some capacity where there's eating and drinking and right. you just got to know how to do it you know because i i think people make judgments on that i mean i i just i i have seen people show up at big moments in their life and watch them eat and just go god man like if it ever came down to just a couple of little things you know you just i don't know shoving that food in your mouth licking your fingers like it's just it's dude it's going to, like it's not worth the risk you know what i mean well i always think like if it was between you and another person and it came down to that yeah then at least you you're the one that has the good manners sure you know? yeah yeah and it's just it, it's like this don't give people any more things to question like, like let them just focus on the positives the more things that you give them to question you then that's the more time they're not focused on your positives on the right. things that you're you know your selling points your A plus factors. Yes. You know? And so I tell my kids that all the time. I'm, I'm swear to God, you guys are going to, it's going to be some moments in your life and you're going to get judged on. And, and no one's going to tell you. No one's going to say, dude, you eat like a, you know, a grizzly bear that hasn't had anything to eat for three months. Right. You know, they're not going to say it, but they're going to be thinking it. Yeah. So, but with him, it's just, we don't even, you can't even think about it. And I just told Lauren, um, his therapist, I'm like, seriously parenting him is like being a brand new parent like and she goes oh yeah like any manual book whatever she's like throw it out the window (laughs) and i'm like yeah this is all new like not the same sometimes i watch him eat just to test my patience it's like um i don't know what it's almost like training like patience training (laughs) i'll watch him eat and, and my blood starts to boil and my my I start to shake a little. Oh my god! And, and I just and I don't say a word. I just stare at him and get really angry inside. Well, because and then, yeah, and then it just cools down and goes away. <laughs> this is like ninja training. You know what I mean? <laughs> like like 
they say there's ninjas that can stop their heart. What? Yeah, I've heard that. They can actually stop their heart and then restart it. And I think that's what happens when I watch him eat. Oh I my think my God. heart stops and then it restarts. But I've become the ultimate patience ninja because of it. Because <laughs> if the other kids are eating and they're chomping, he's like, close your mouth when you chew. Oh, yeah. Or if they're eating wings or something, do you have a napkin? You know? I told Trey the other day, he was just unconsciously eating, not paying attention, chomping on his food. I said, tell you what, I'm going to buy you a high chair. I think we're just at the point now that you're going the opposite direction. I'm going to buy you a high chair. You have to sit in the high chair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's actually worried I'm going to do it. So he's been really good lately with his manners. He's actually worried. Good. Because I said, you know what's going to look awesome on Instagram? You and your new high chair. And <laughs> he was like, his eye. He's like, you're so ridiculous. Yes, I am so ridiculous. And I get results. See, ridiculous equals results. Ridiculous results. You got you, you got it. It's the only thing to wake these kids up. You got to be ridiculous. And he just got totally freaked out that all his friends were going to see him sitting in a high chair on Instagram. Well, the way you parent him, it works. It because works. he doesn't listen to me. Exactly right. So <laughs> what? Each kid in the house is different, and uh, yours works with him. Hand him over to me to I be do. ridiculous. I do. Just hand him pass over it to on. You. If it's not working the the normal way, just I'm I'm here to handle ridiculous. I am the ridiculous department. Just yes. send the ticket down my way. I'll open the case, and we'll get moving. Well. I've said it before. Trey is jealous because he was the baby of the family. And then Cal was born. And Cal needs a lot of attention. So he takes everything out on me. So I just pass him over to you. You were talking about, um, you know, what, what Lolo said. Oh, there's no, you know, take the manual, take the handbook, throw it out. It's so true. And we've said it before. I mean, I the, probably if he was the first, he was the last. It's just a lot. Absolutely. And, and, and with all of the studies... The research that, you know, after you have one with autism, the rates go up that your next one has a, a higher than average chance to also be autistic. Yeah. And it doesn't always happen, but it No, but could. it's higher. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's just higher, you know, percentages. I was talking with a woman yesterday who has a friend and that's what happened. Yeah. First one was autistic and then, you know, they started figuring it out and the second one also on the uh, autism. So, um... And I think she said, so the first one is higher functioning, you know, than, than the other one. So, which almost, you know, I, I was kind of thinking, well, geez, then that's almost like tougher for the parents. Cause then you've got different types of therapists, different needs at different times, you know? Yeah. Instead of like kind of a one size fits all deal, then you've really got to start doing things. Well, and it's like you said, like with autism, like she's like, throw the manual out the window, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's like a first time mom. But no one can really tell you what way, what to do and what's the right way and stuff because he is all over the place. He is all that seeking, avoiding and, you Ugh, know. My blood's starting to boil. You're right. <laughs> it's just so because it even is hard for therapists. Like, does he do this? Does he do this? And it's like, yes, he does both. So it's like they don't know how to attack it necessarily like an occupational therapist. I've got to start um, like when I'm talking to people. I'm in, you know, about autism. I'm starting to go on and on and on. Like I'm catching myself mm -hmm. because, and then I start correcting my, not correcting, but I know I realize that what I just said, then I just said something the total opposite. Yeah. And then I'll say, Hey, I know I just said the opposite like two minutes ago, but I'm thinking to myself, he also just does the opposite minutes apart. Like right. I'm, I'm trying to put him in a box to better un for you to understand my situation. But then what I've realized is there is no putting him in a box. Because he'll just open the box and go jump on another box. You know what I mean? Yeah. His isn't a box. It's a circle. 
Yeah. It's just a chain of events that happen, you know, and it's all mixing and, you know, it's crazy. It is. I'm like, I, I'm trying so hard to, I, I don't know, it's, it's, you know, and I mean, God, my business for over 20 years was to like articulate things, to communicate, you know, tell stories and stuff like that. And his, man, this, it is tough. It, I mean, because... I'm like, Dad, I don't, I'm not really saying this right. That, that sort of wasn't true sometimes, but sometimes <laughs> it was true. And then you start driving. I'm almost having a conversation. I don't know if this makes any sense. While I'm having a conversation with other people, I'm also sort of having a conversation in my head. I mean, I'm going nuts. You're trying to put it into words. Yeah, but I'm going and nuts. And sometimes there's no words. Like <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm listening like to myself scrambled. think, and I'm also listening to the other people talk, and I'm also listening to me talk. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going crazy. Like... <laughs> Well, that's why it's a spectrum and all the kids are different. That's yeah. why when people get mad because people think they're saying something about their child, it's like, my child's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everyone's child is different. I and know. it's crazy. You have to tell people, listen, I'm sorry, your your thoughts and opinions cannot be my reality sometimes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know you want them to be, and that's probably easier for you to understand, but I'm sorry. It, and I'm, I, I'm not saying I'm sorry. I apologize. It's just, it, it just can't be that way. Yeah. You know, your loan experience cannot be projected upon everybody else. And then you think that that's how everyone else's experience needs to be. It it just can't work that way. Well, and then you have the functioning and the non-functioning. And then, you know, the and then the (laughs) kids in the middle like Cal. But then he's all going in all different directions. It's madness. Yeah, it's madness. Yeah. I mean, it is. But I see why parents, you know, I think maybe we talked about it. But I see why parents after the first one, they're like, we just this requires so much focus. You know, so much just individual, customized attention. It's, um, you know, it's not like, hey, dad, you want to go outside and throw the ball? I mean, that's not what this is. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I, I just, and I'm thankful that I have that experience too. You know, hey, will you coach our football team? Hey, well, can you can we go to the park and throw the ball? Can we go and hit in the batting net? And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that we have that. But this is not, this is just something totally different. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I have people ask me all the time, how is he? You know, and I'm like, he's good. Like he's talking. I'm like, just the behavior stuff is always all over the place. Even trying to go to public yesterday and walk in like a big boy and then meltdown. It's like, okay, this you're going backwards. You know what I mean? Like I thought we were moving forward being a big boy and now you're going back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just have to keep trying and putting yourself in those situations. But then it's like, do you really want to deal with that? <laughs> Like, even putting him on the potty this morning. I know he needs to be potty trained. But then it's going to be a fight. You know what I mean? Well, I think that, yeah, you still have to allow yourself time to be a bad parent. What do you mean? Well, what I mean by that is, you know, there are times where it's like, okay, it's 6 o'clock on a Saturday. Okay, we've been in the pool all day. Everyone's had fun. The kids are like, we're hungry. We want to eat, you know. And you're like, you know what? I've just, it, it, I'm sorry. It's left overnight. Go and figure it out for yourself right like they want to they want a big meal they want this but what i'm saying is you have to allow your time to be a bad parent at, at some points because it's like you know what we're relaxing we're just i'm sorry we're, we're doing our thing we're just we've all had a great day you go fend for yourself yeah now, of course the right thing to do is to go in and make a big meal and da 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 but it's like no no i'm actually going to take i'm going to play the bad parent card right now and you go and heat up leftovers and that's your dinner so yeah for like in that situation it's it's like I don't want this fight right now for the betterment of my sanity and for the house, right? The climate of the house. The right thing to do is to parent you right now and do it this way. But 
I'm going to pull out the bad parent card and I'm going to walk away. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. Yeah. I mean, this just makes me think about oral hygiene, you know, he, you don't, you don't want, like if he's, if he's okay and you kind of can start seeing a meltdown happening, like sometimes I'm like, I don't want to brush your teeth because then I'm like really going to throw you off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like nighttime, whatever. Yeah. It's just like, I don't want to do that to myself. No. Because you've already kind of started and it's going to make it 10 times worse and then it's going to like control the rest of the day or night or whatever. Yeah. And the absolute right thing to do is to brush his teeth. But like you said, because he's actually taken the toothbrush before and refused to put it down. I know. He'll like the sensation of brushing his teeth and he'll want to hold it or keep it in his mouth. And yeah, if it's 10 o'clock at night, or 11, if it's one of the nights where he's like, I'm just not going to bed. You may have just started a toothbrush war that you're dealing with until, and you can't go to bed with a toothbrush because you can put it in his mouth. Yeah. You know, yeah, I get it. They it, have these special toothbrush things where you just put it in and kind of go back and forth. Yeah. And it takes it's on all the teeth, like a mouth guard. Yeah. I should try that. Oh, great. Just pop it in, do it real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's all it's going to be. Just pop it in, do it real quick. Problem solved. I know it's not going to be like <laughs> no that. No way, man. <laughs> well, I even see those things and I'm like, is he going to open his mouth big enough? I don't know. But it's like the marketing. It is hard. It's like the marketing we say now because we're, you know, special needs parents. Like you can't fool us with this marketing. Like we're not falling for it anymore. Just pop it in and one, two, three, magic. It's done. It's like, yeah, you just not like, like I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> like, you're lying. Okay. You're lying. It's true. Yeah, it is. It's like we don't. That's why I said like there needs to be like customized marketing to special needs parents. Like our BS meters are just so right on you know what i mean yeah. it, it's infrared missile tracking bs meters like you just can't get it by us our defense systems are way too good you well know? you know what it is is i want it to be that easy I, yeah, like I, I do i want it to be that, that easy like I please come on can it can it just be a little easy sure and then i say it out loud to you and you're like no that's not gonna happen no. and i'm like oh man yeah. like I need, I need help i need help well, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I need something that's going to make my day a little easier. I think that's like this. I think probably there's some motivational course or something you could take, and they would say that the the first step is just say you need help. Get up in the morning and say I need help, and then and then they're going to tell you that you've already won the battle and you're on your way to uh, success and and whatever, whatever you're on your way to, you're on the way. But I think you have to get up and, and say I need help. Wow. Yeah. I don't think anyone can help me unless they've experienced it. No, it's all, that's the whole thing is is you need help doesn't mean you're going to get it. You just need it. I know. But then I'm thinking, I don't want to start my day with saying I'm already in need of help. I've just woken up. (laughs) I don't, I can't admit that to the universe. Oh yeah. Hi, good morning universe. And I need help. Well, I just said it. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, well, we'll see how it goes. I'll get up every morning for the next week. And I'll say, I do not need help. I can do everything on my own. You get up every morning and beg for help and we'll see who has the better week. (laughs) <laughs> it'll be a test that's a funny yeah we'll see we'll see which one the universe honors more you're begging for help or me just me stiff arming the universe and go i got this go help somebody else oh and my god we'll see i used to be like that i used to be like i could do everything on my own and now i'm like help me you used <laughs> to write quotes and put them all, all over your bathroom i thought that was that was one of the things i kind of thought was cool about you when Aww, i first met thanks. you yeah, yeah in you my don't 20s. do it anymore, so it's like not very cool. But I, I <laughs> now you already love me. Oh, <laughs> now you love me, and we have five kids. So yes, you know and what? You're I, in this with me. Yeah, I think I'm going to change roles. I'm going to get up every morning and beg for help. You get up and say that Stop you need it. nothing. Yeah, um, in my 20s, before having kids, when we met, I used to put motivational quotes all over my room, my bathroom. I remember I was in your I was apartment. Starting my I was in your career. apartment, and I go 
in to take a leak and I was like, whoa, this is like the most fascinating leak I've ever taken. <laughs> There's all these quotes everywhere. Like, I feel pretty good. <laughs> you know? And I was yeah. Like, and I, I was like, hey, what, what, what's up with all that? You're like, oh, I read these books and the quotes that I like, I put them on like these little sticky notes. Like post-its. And, post-its yeah. and, and put them all over the bathroom. And I'm like, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Like I felt, you know. Well, yeah, I used to read motivational books. Yeah. I, I, I take one pee and I walk down and I felt like I could conquer the world. Uh, it's pretty good. good. Yeah, it's well, pretty good job. Thanks. <laughs> you never know what's going to change your life. You're one pee away from finding your salvation. Uh, you could be one pee away just like me. You're funny. <laughs> We've kind of been all over the place in this podcast, but... Well, that's I, the point. I, I, you know, I don't. We're, we're not going to get an email from some jerk telling us what we have to talk about, or we talked too long, or we didn't play enough music, or why didn't you play the commercials? And you know, yeah, that's that's the that's the beauty of it. I know. So I didn't tell you, but um, I I went to the pickup cow the other day, and that grandpa that's always there, the little boy was having a meltdown, now throwing this, himself on the ground. Yeah, this guy's at cow's uh. uh public school but he goes to a, he's in an asd program this guy is the grandfather and he has two grandkids that are in also in the asd program the autism program yes well probably one in kindergarten and the other one's older the one in kindergarten threw himself to the ground then he starts running mm. he starts running i almost got out of my car well i've seen that before from him yeah he yeah. starts running he the can grandpa, move too yeah but and the grandpa went to get him but i almost thought i had to start running but and i would to stop him from traffic you know but then the grandpa gets him in the car, buckles him in super fast. The kid's trying to punch him. The kid's trying to punch him and slap him. Ugh. And it's just, that's when I was just thinking, like, people don't understand unless you're put in that situation. You know what I mean? They don't understand unless you do have a kid with autism or special needs and stuff. Because when I'm saying help me, somebody that isn't living this life, you can only give so much advice. You know, it's, it's advice from other autism parents. That's why I have connected with people on social media and stuff that do have autistic or special needs kids. And it does make you feel better to connect with those people. You know, it's it's kind of an interesting question. So you're sitting there watching it. You mm-hmm. said you're prepared to run and step in. And remember our friend Megan about a month ago, she sent us a question. She's like, hey, you know, what what would be an expectation of somebody not a special needs parent when you're at a restaurant, let's say, and the kids, you know, sort of having a meltdown? Well, this is kind of another situation of when the kid's running away or trying to attack their parent or, or caregiver, like when do you go up and offer help? Because that's a situation where you're going to have to do like hands-on, physical. Like you may have to run down and grab the kid. Well, it was... Especially where that is, it's right on a road. Which, by the way, I hate where they put that thing, right on that road. I hate it. I know. I really hate it. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it, but man, that's tough. But he was running in the direction of the bu- where the buses come in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the grandpa was starting to catch up. But, of course, a parent or grandparent would want help if it came to that. Because I'm not going to let the kid get ran over. And I can run pretty fast. So I'm wow. like, I can run fast. And I will stop the kid. And if the kid wants to hit me, fine. Hit me. You know? Because I don't want him to get hit by a car. So I was prepared. Yeah, I... It's a great question. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, like, I, of course. If I saw the kid running, you know, and it was like, okay, there's no doubt this kid's gonna run on the streets, get hit by a car. I would probably go and 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 grab him too and put him on the ground just so he didn't get hit. Right. But if it's in the middle of that and he's struggling with him, you know, there's that moment where you're like, I don't know what to, you know, because isn't part of it too? You don't want to 
embarrass the dad, the granddad, or whoever it is at that point. Like, you don't want to imply, hey, you can't take care of him. So I don't know. But then you're really not saying that. You're just trying to help. No, I mean, that's why I waited. I mean, he started to catch up. So I'm like, okay, he's going to grab him. But if he, if, if there was like a big gap in between and I felt like I needed to run, I was going to. But then as, as far as when like with the grandpa got him, when he was trying to get him in the car seat, I can't step in then. I mean, I was struggling getting Cal in his car seat yesterday from Publix. Yeah. Because he was fighting me. But I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it, it, no, I, I'm just, it's funny. I'm just, I'm sort of thinking like, I wonder at what point it would take for me to just go, hey, Hey man, I can help you. Just tell me what you need. I think th- I think maybe the best thing in all of these situations, the more I think about it, is just to say, "What do you want me to do to help?" Yeah, you know, can I help? How can I help? And then you know, let them say, right? You know, I don't know what they would say, but whatever. You just offer that you're there, and you know, whatever. Instead of just jumping in and grabbing, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, you want to do that because that, of course, would help, but you should probably offer. I don't know. And, you know, maybe that he's working on a technique and I, I don't know. Well, the that would have been like a fast thing. Like, do you want me to grab him? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it was all happening well, so fast. Don't do it in that voice, please. <laughs> Jeez. That's, my God. That's, what was the voice? Well, in the, in the face and everything. I mean, that was really, it was almost like you were angry. Do it, do it again. <laughs> I don't even know. We'll just try. I think do you it, want me to grab him? Yeah. Kind of like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's almost I, like, I, that was like a fast voice. Yeah, like, but that if I saw moment. that, I would say, "Sir, do you need help from that crazy woman? What's she doing? Why is she doing this?" What's oh she... my god! <laughs> I, I didn't want him to get hit by a car. You had the you had a very um, it was a good thought. I was paying attention. Yeah, and that guy's a great guy. We've said before. I mean, it, his w- daughter's son is lucky to have him. Yeah, I've never seen the parents. I mean, I'm sure you know they. I were. have. I've seen the daughter. Oh, you I think have? it's the daughter. I yeah. haven't. Um, but and I saw the grandma too. God, what a selfless guy. He's there. I mean, what, what do you think he is, 65? He's 65. Yeah, and the, his grandkids hitting him. I you mean, know. And punching. You know, he's, listen, this is, you know, those kids are only going to get bigger and stronger. He's only going to get older and probably slower. That's just what happens when, yeah. when we get, you know, we age. And this is, I mean, we see it all the time. I mean, I, I see people online going, I, I am at the point now where I, I am considering putting my child in a center. Or a home, or a, you know, whatever, because I am scared. I, I'm scared. It's, yeah, there's people that have to do that. that. Those are tough, big decisions that, that some people have to make. But they get to a point where I think they just say, I, "I can't live scared for me. I can't live scared for my kid. We're all scared of each other. You know, th- that's not how we want to live, right? I mean, I just that's not how it needs to go. Right, so, and that's why I'm pounding on the therapies early. Hopefully, uh it will never come to that, you know, you know, for I, us, you know, I tell I, I'm like thinking the other day, I'm like, bro, at the end of this whole thing, as long as our gas tank is empty, I mean, bone dry. You know what I mean? We, we did everything we could. We went through all the miles, every ounce of gas we burned off just yeah. as, and wherever we wind up, we'll just say it's the tanks dry. We, we didn't leave anything in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I really believe that is that is the win in this whole thing, is when you can say, what else could we have done? And as long as the answer is nothing, you're good. You're gold. Yeah. You did your job. Well, you, you know, you did your job. He has a lot of therapies, and I'm like, give me more because it does it does help, you know. And then we're exhausted. Like, I mean, we're beat down, and he's four and a half. This kid's a little older and has a sibling, and that grandpa. You know what's nice about it? He's just as beat down as his daughter. You know, he's taking on, the, helping her. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's nice. And like you said, it is selfless. I, yeah, I, I I just, I, and I know, I know I've gotten some feedback even on this podcast that some people either didn't like or discontinued listening to it and downloading it because we are so positive on therapy. Well, it helps us. I I I know. And, and, but it's like, that's, that is becoming a polarizing issue in this, in this space of autism, the therapy, it's becoming polarizing. And I tell people too, all I can do is share my over our overwhelmingly positive experiences with it. That's yes. all I can do. Yeah. I mean, I'm you know, I, behavioral centers and stuff. They're not, you know, we're not in bed with them. We 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 wish we probably not probably. I wish we'd never have to use them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we didn't really want to be a, a part of this, um, but it's just been overwhelmingly positive. And he, it, it's all about him and his development. He has developed. Because of a lot of the therapy. And, and, and people will challenge you on that. And they'll say, well, how do you know that? I'll say, look, here's what I know. The therapy happened and he's improved. Well, he, that may have happened without the therapy. Well, I did not want to take the risk and find out. Yeah, no and, way. And if that's the point, you know, if that's the crossroads where we just have to agree to disagree, then so be it. Look, it's working for me. I'm happy. And if you're happy doing what you're doing, it's working for you. That's cool, too. But yeah. it's no, I mean, I've gotten... I've gotten some messages on LinkedIn. It's like, you know, there's this there's this research about therapy and how it's actually, you know, it's not good for the long term and da da da. And I'm just, hey, 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 I, I can't, you know, I'm not living there right now. I don't live there right now. Wherever you are, I mean, I respect it. I really do, and I do love to hear all sides and everything. Um, I had this fascinating conversation yesterday with this woman, uh, about free, human frequency, and the study of it with autism. I'm not going to go into it now because I think we might, I, I think I might want to have her on to talk about it. It was like, it was so deep and I've never really heard anything like it. That's but cool. It's about how we all humans have like this frequency. Oh man, it's, it's really cool. Uh, her name is Rachel. She owns Float Nashville and Float Nashville. Um, have you seen these float tanks where you go and you float? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a little different because they use this salt water thing and you can go to their website and, and see all this, but so one hour of floating is equal to four hours of sleep. Oh, wow. In these tanks. With the, and she's really branching out and looking into um, like ADHD, autism, and how people with, with autism can really benefit from this float therapy. Wow. Yeah, it's super cool. But just talking about like all the research and everything like that and and how some people, you know, will reach out and say, oh, there's these studies, this and that. And I said, look, there's a million different studies, and I want to hear about all of them. But you're, it's impossible to agree with all of them because a lot of them contradict the other one. Right. So I, I'm going to get more into this research, this frequency thing. It's it's pretty cool. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But I say it all the time, like, just because you've had a bad experience with, like, OT or speech or whatever therapy, don't give up on it. Like, just try a different therapist because it does take the right fit, you know? Yeah. All right. Do you want to get on? Get on? To that? I mean, we're going to, we got to go. 42 minutes. Yeah. We're in. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do have to go watch a buddy's basketball game, their kid's basketball game. I'm going to take Cal to the park. So we've got to do that. Cal's going to go to the park. 90 degrees, then Cal's going to get in the pool. Oh, my God. If you're listening and not living in Florida, what are you doing with your life? 90 degrees today. Oh, my gosh. I love it. This is just awesome. I thought about the beach today, but I think maybe you're right. The pool might be the might be the play. Yeah, maybe the beach tomorrow. 
So we um, mentioned this a couple of days ago. We've teamed up with Aspire Nutrition. These guys are great. And we're what we're doing this weekend is we're integrating some of their products um, into our life, including Cal's life. Now, we mentioned before that Cal had to go to the hospital one day, and he was just, I mean, gunked up with waste to the point it was causing him almost a seizure. Like, I mean, you had to call 911. Like was, cramping, yeah. Like. And the doctors and nurses... I mean, they were they were really confused when he first got there. Remember? Yeah. This thing was coming on and they were like, because he actually did it while he was there also. And they went and they did the scans and everything. They're like, he is just gunked up. And then so we're explaining autism and everything. And then we start doing the research. Autism and gut issues. I mean, they go hand in hand. Kids have really bad gut issues when it comes to autism. I mean, it's really challenging. And so this company was actually started, Aspire Nutrition, because the founder of the company's son was diagnosed with autism right before he turned three years old. And he started doing the research about gut and all these you know, healing uh, opportunities with, with kids with autism and created this line of products. So it's AspireNutrition.com. You can check it out. Um, he has sent us this whole kit and they do this BioHeal thing, which is all about probiotics. And that's what we've started to integrate this weekend into, into Cal's diet. And we're going to start talking about it more this week. So I'm not going to give you the full-on thing right now. But we're integrating it in. But here's what I love about this, too. There's also products. I was thinking about this for the parents of special needs. Like, we need stuff, too. Like right. the Omega-369. They've got this They've got this Omega-369 that we started taking. And it tastes like an orange creamsicle. It's so good. I'm like... Now that that tastes like childhood to me. It was like nostalgia. Oh yeah, eating the orange creamsicle. Oh, it's so good. Oh man, so it took a bunch of that. So we're just starting to integrate it um, this weekend. But we will have more info as um, we get uh, we dig a little deeper with, with these guys. But I'm I'm really impressed. I just love the story. Really, first off, of the company, how it got started, and so how they've customized things to special needs and and the families. So even our other kids now are on this Omega-369 and some of these other uh, daily cleanses and stuff. So I'm excited to dig in with these guys. And it's AspireNutrition.com if you want to jump ahead and uh, check them out. AspireNutrition.com. Pretty excited about this. And then their sleep formula. That's probably what I'm most excited to start integrating. Yeah. Oh. That orange dream school is delicious. I'm actually craving it right now. <laughs> it's it's one to, tablespoon a day. A tablespoon a day. And it's like your 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 childhood, your nostalgia comes back. So um, excited to partner up with those guys. It was nice of them to uh, send us a bunch of products. Super cool. All right, you ready to bounce? Yep. Pool day? Gotta go. Basketball day? I've only had one cup of coffee. You've only had one cup of coffee? That's a record at 9, 12 in the morning. My body right now is probably like, what's going on? What's going on? Feed us. We'll get to Funyuns Friday, um, the winner tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow we'll announce Funyuns Friday, and we'll see where in the world we have to ship a bag of, a bag of Funyuns. All right, we're out. <laughs>